You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 68. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here because I have the most incredible guest on today's show. I'm joined by Faith Hannon, who is a copywriter, a content strategist, a barrel racer, a wrangler of tiny humans, and a champion of your God-given dreams. Faith loves to work with small business owners on crafting their messaging, their website copy, and content strategy to consistently and clearly communicate the passion they have and attract the right customers. She firmly believes that you deserve to feel confident in the words that represent you online and that your God-given dreams are worth pursuing and that no day is complete without Bible time, coffee, horsehair, dog kisses, and baby slobbers. Faith is a beautiful person inside and out and I truly enjoyed our conversation so much. I went in thinking we were going to have this like super strategic conversation about copywriting and strategy and it was going to be really businessy and it totally was to some degree but I ended up leaving with my heart just bursting because of this woman's love for Jesus and just the way that she speaks is just so beautiful and her heart is just so big so this episode is so much more than just a strategy session but it is something that I think is just going to bless your life and truly is just going to help you walk away feeling good so without further ado here's Faith Hannon. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod, and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Well, hi, Faith. It's so good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here and being willing to do this and be a part of this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Jessica. I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Jessica's your middle name. Oh my God. I honestly get that so much because you know what, Sarah, I have like 900 friends named Sarah. Like if your name is Sarah, you're going to be my friend. Like it's just, it is what it is. And so in my brain, you're Sarah, Jessica. That's so funny. No, honestly, I get that so much. Like everybody seems to think that my name is Jessica. And I think that's really funny. So hopefully now that like my Instagram name changed and like my business and everything's changing. (laughs) like won't happen as much. But when I was like Sarah Jessica on Instagram, everybody called me Jessica. Like I'd get so many messages that were like, Hey, Jessica. And I'm like, Sarah's before Jessica. Like, where does this come from? But (laughs) so there's, there's my dumb, there's my dumb nervous moment for the day. Hopefully totally good. Totally good. It's honestly really great. No, but for people that don't know who you are or like anything about you, do you want to go ahead and like introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Um, well, Sarah, um, so I, I grew up in the rodeo world and like forever and ever and ever I've been like rodeo barrel horse focused, but also a communicator, um, and like loving Jesus since I was four years old. Like I literally remember asking Jesus to come live in my heart when I was four years old and like making decisions as, as a small child wanting Jesus, like wanting to please the Lord. So like Jesus horses and communication have just always been my jam. And, um, 
I grew up in Colorado, but now I live in the Oklahoma Panhandle and there's such different worlds because <laughs> where I grew up in Colorado was like outside of Colorado Springs and like very, very different um, than where I live right now. I'm very different than how it was when I grew up even. And so, um, yeah, I have a business as a copywriter and content strategist, and I just stink in love helping business owners come up with the words to connect them and their genius to their people and still sound like themselves, but still help meet their customers' needs. I love that. That's so cool. And it's such an interesting niche. And I want to dive into all about it and any tips that you have, but I know you said you've always been like super passionate about communication and what, what do you think that stems from? Do you just, are you like a really social person or where does that kind of come from? So I am, I am pretty social. Um, <laughs> like I, I joke that I can make friends with a fence post because I really can. <laughs> like, That's awesome. you know, if we, if we're in a, if I'm in a room with somebody, I'm probably going to walk out pals with them. Um, but also like I've, I don't know, probably five or so years ago, um, I took the, um, the strength finders test, the Clifton strength finders test. And my top five strengths are to command, compete and communicate activate and belief. And so basically those top three are like, I'm going to take charge. I'm going to help you win. And I'm going to help you communicate how to do it. And I really do believe that those, those strengths are God given, you know, God gives us these strengths to help us fulfill our destiny, to help us bring glory to his name and to help us, um, you know, be a blessing to other people and also be a blessing to ourselves and our family. And so honestly, even as a small child, I have memories of sitting, this is the dorkiest thing, but I have memories of sitting in my room as a child, like with an, it was like an empty hairspray bottle that I had refilled with water that I had then, I was taking that and I was pretending to sell that as like this cure-all fix-all cleaning solution and <laughs> pretending to be like the infomercial guy, you know, that guy with the beard, that like, oh sold. yeah everything, like it didn't matter what it was, but he was going to be the one to sell it. Like <laughs> I was pretending to be him essentially, but like just my natural gift of marketing and communication coming together. And I, like, I, I was probably five or six when wow. I started doing that. Cause I, like, I remember the house that we lived in and stuff. So yeah. And I didn't remember that until it was like several months into my business. And I was like, oh my gosh, Faith, like you were literally wired to do this since you were born. And so it's just been really cool to walk that out and like use that to help other people. That's so funny that you say that. Like, I, I love that that's always been a thing for you. I kind of remember doing like some similar things or yeah, mm -hmm. you, you like want to sell things or you always want to be like, I liked playing like grocery store where I'm like here, you know, <laughs> trying to convince people to buy something or whatever. It's, it's just funny how those things like tie into what we actually do. And I love how faith is such a big part of, oh, your name's faith too. That's kind of mm -hmm. funny. Um, but how your faith is like a huge part of what you do and how you incorporate mm -hmm. it into your business. Do you think that's been intentional? Is that something you've purposely done or is it just as a Christian, that that's obviously just a huge part of our lives or how, how has that helped you in business? Um, so in all reality, like there, there is no separation between Jesus and me mm -hmm. and my faith and everything that I do, because Jesus is my everything. And so I really feel like for me to live authentically, like Jesus is the center of everything. Does that mean that I have to be like 
preaching Jesus to every, in every conversation or in every interaction or quoting Bible verses with every person I talk to. Absolutely not. But it does mean that I need to carry his love and his purpose and his presence with me intentionally. And, you know, when you serve people as a business owner, I do believe that as a Christian, you should serve them above and beyond because you are representing Christ. And, um, you know, I have worked with some business owners that weren't Christian and I've worked with some who are Christian and, you know, my, my duty and my first calling as a disciple of Christ is to represent him well. And, you know, I love being able to do that outside of the four walls of the church. Like I actually, my husband and I actually helped lead worship and we helped in serve in youth ministry for over 10 years. I went to Bible college. I'm technically a reverend. Really? That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You want to get real technical about it. I'm a reverend and like, I'll give me a microphone and I'll preach like, but I love being able to serve people and, you know, to show forth the love of Christ in the marketplace. Mm. Um, and it's been fun to just like watch that unfold and get to minister to people in, in the marketplace, just because I was there working with them and being able to be like, Hey, I see this going on in your life. Like, can I pray for you for that? You know, Mm. nobody ever says no. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. I think that's, that's such a powerful thing to be able to include. And and it does, it really, I've always kind of thought the same thing, like using that love and, and being more like Jesus with business. Cause there, there isn't, especially as Christians, like there shouldn't be that separation of this is my faith. And then this is my business. Like mm-hmm. incorporating the two has been just such a gift and, you know, being able to almost use business as like a ministry has been Mm -hmm. like a really cool thing to be a part of. So I just Mm -hmm. love that you do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so shifting gears just a little bit more into your specific business as a copywriter Mm -hmm. for people that maybe don't know what a copywriter is specifically, or they're curious about maybe, you know, hiring one at some point, what can you dive in a little bit deeper about like what you do specifically, if somebody were to say, Hey, maybe I want to hire you. Absolutely. So a copywriter in the broadest sense is somebody who writes the words on your website. Um, if you want to get real specific, the copy is the words used to sell like your homepage and your sales campaigns and your email sales sequence. And your content is stuff like blogs and stuff that's used more for education and connection. Um, I actually do both. I love the blend of both, um, but for intent, like for all intents and purposes and for this conversation, we'll probably just use those words, copywriting and content writing and content interchangeably Mm -hmm. because the approach is very similar. I mean, when you get down to the nitty gritty, like there's differences, but the approach is similar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. And so what, um, what do you think? why do you think having a good strategy for either a content strategy or copywriting, why do you think that's so important for business owners to have something like that? Well, for like a web, your website copy, if you don't have a very clear focus on who your customer is and how you're serving them, how you are solving their problem, then somebody's going to come to your website and they're going to be completely overwhelmed, lost, or have no idea how they, that you solve their problem. And they're going to go away. And they're going to go find somebody who clearly communicates what they do and how that other business can help solve their problem. Um, Mm -hmm. And as far as like the content strategy for like your blogs, your Instagram, your social, your Pinterest, like all of that, I think it's 
crucial that you always have the end goal in mind so that you're creating content that is moving the needle forward on your business instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that something resonates with your ideal client and hopefully they buy from you. Mm -hmm. So what do you, in your experience working as a copywriter, is there any um, like consistencies or things that maybe you found in common with other business owners, like where they struggle the most, like things that you've noticed people should be working on more. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Um, so most business owners want to be cute and clever Mm -hmm. and they want to, they want to do, they want to talk about like the feel good things, like, or they want to talk about themselves and which is understandable because you want to sound cute and you want to sound clever and you want to sound cool. And you also want to sound like, you know what you're talking about. So it's really easy to go in those directions and be like, Oh, look at me. I know all of these things. I've been taking pictures for 900 years and I've had 87,000 satisfied clients or to talk about, um, you know, all of the things that you offer and Mm -hmm. all of the things that you do or all of the history of your business. When really your customer is coming to your website, wanting to know, can you solve my problem? And all of your cutesy, fluffy language is confusing and distracting from the main point of your website. Mm, That's such a good point. And that's an interesting thought because I don't think a lot of people think about that is Mm -hmm. because there's, I feel like it's almost a weird line to walk because on one hand you hear people saying, talk about yourself. You're building a personal brand, like be all about yourself. But then on the other hand, it's like, don't make everything all about you talk about how you're serving other people and how it's going to benefit them and, and things like that. So how do you feel about that? That kind of that line that people have to walk, or is there like a percentage or a way where some platforms they should talk about this or how do you kind of feel about all that? I feel like you should talk about yourself in a way that it helps your client. Mm, Yeah. So like, um, you don't necessarily care about my barrel racing rodeo, Western industry, uh, history, unless it relates to how I can help you communicate about your brand Mm -hmm. in an authentic way without having like, without misusing words that are specific to that industry. Mm -hmm. Um, just like, you know, uh, like about pages. I actually, I actually have an about page template in the works. So we'll hopefully be ready when this podcast releases. Um, but because I feel like about pages are something that people really struggle with when it's like, uh, what do I write about? And you're like, well, this is my favorite coffee. This is my dog. And this is what I do in my downtime, which Mm -hmm. is cool. But like, don't lead with that. Like, how can you help? How can you help me? Right. Help me help you. Like, Mm -hmm. how can you help me? And, you know, it's cool to know people's history and it's cool to know like their favorite coffee order and stuff like that. But we, we ain't got time. Like we are the most busy generation. We have so much messaging coming at us all the time. Like our attention span is shortening all of these things, like get to the point, tell people how you help them and then help them. And the connection is awesome. And I think that you should sound like yourself online, Mm -hmm. but you need to do it in a way that is customer focused and customer centric. Mm. I think that's super important too. Cause I've always said that people are kind of inherently selfish and mm-hmm. you know it's just people care about themselves and like for sure like you said what's going to benefit me mm-hmm. and as somebody who's coming across your brand for the first time I mean it makes sense like from the get-go they're not really going to care about 
where you grew up or what your dog's name is. That's mm-hmm. not the first thing that draws them to you. It's how do you help them? And then as they get to know you, like, sure, maybe they care more about those things and mm-hmm. you build that relationship. But yeah, from the get-go, I think that's something that people just, but again, from the business owner, we're also the mm-hmm. ones that were like, we want to talk about ourselves. We want mm-hmm. everyone to know all these things about us. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that weird balance. You have to be able to maintain and, and figure that out. And I would say probably like with every piece of content that you create, I actually have a content creation template that I, I use for myself. And then I give away as a freebie that it's like, how does like for everything you create, everything you type, everything you post, think about how does this help them? Mm, Like have that at the forefront of your, of your content creation process. And then, I mean, it's, it's a simple little tweak, but it makes a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You definitely want to be really intentional about everything that you're putting out. And I think it's easy in today's world with new platforms, you know, reels and TikToks, where it's like, mm-hmm. you're constantly pumping out all this new content and mm-hmm. there's such a short shelf life. It's easy to just get stuck in the, I just need to, you know, basically quantity over quality type of thing. But if you can really sit down and, and make sure you're being intentional about, okay, what is this? the intention for this particular piece of content. I Mm -hmm. think that's really important for people to know. So if you had to give like some tips right now, like for somebody that's like, okay, I want to improve my content, whether it's on social media or their website, what would you say like your biggest tips are that you could give people? Um, so for, I'm, I'm going to separate copy website, copy and content strategy here, just because yeah. They're a little bit different mm-hmm. in, in this regard. Um, so for website copy, I would say number, number, number one tip is to make everything customer focused. Mm-hmm. Gets, get super, super clear. I guess this would be two. get super, super clear and cut the cute. Like mm-hmm. I, I love puns as much as anybody. And I love, you know, the flowy flowery poetic language as, as much as anybody. Like I have a minor in English. I get it. But when it comes to business, like cut the fluff, get to the cute, get to the, get to the clear and be super, super clear over cute any, any day of the week, because if you confuse, you lose Donald, Donald, Donald Miller, I think is the king of saying that, but if you confuse, you lose. Mm. Yeah. I was just going to bring that up. Cause I know I've like heard you say stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. And when you confuse, you lose, like, I think that's mm-hmm. such a smart statement. It's a very simple statement, but it's mm-hmm. really true. And I've thought the same thing. I mean, even when it is on even something like your Instagram bio, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. some people want to just include all of that fluffy stuff in their Instagram Mm -hmm. bios. Like I'm a dog lover. I'm this, I'm that. And it almost takes away from being crystal clear to your Mm -hmm. audience of this is who I am. This is who I serve. This is, you know, what I do. So I think that's a really good point is that, that line. I really like that. Mm -hmm. What about So as far as like the copywriting then for your website versus the content strategy, Mm -hmm. what's, what would you say is like the difference there? Like the tips, the difference? Oh yeah. So the, the, the tips that I would, number one tips, number one, I'm probably going to throw out like 57, the tips for content, (laughs) like for your content is to like, think a big picture. So it's really easy to be like, oh, I need to write an Instagram post. And then like spend 30 minutes crafting this perfect Instagram post when what I do with my clients and when I teach my students is to think big picture and then break everything down because that Instagram post has a shelf life literally of like less than 24 hours, if that. And so I am a big proponent of blogging and repurposing blogs in a smart way or podcasting, repurposing podcasts in a smart way, like YouTube, like anything long-form content, hosting it on your website and then repurposing it. Um, 
And I, not everybody loves to have content pillars, but I really am a big fan of content pillars because I don't like being sold to all the cotton picking time. Yeah. And I do feel like, you know, we talked about like being relatable and letting people get to know you. I think it's important to talk about more than just your product. Like, look at me. I sell, I sell photos. Like, well, that's cool. But what else do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, what else do you have to offer? Like uncle Bob with a camera back there. Like he can take my picture for free. Right. You know? Yeah. No, that's a good point is, you know, social media, especially and, and like a blog or whatever is, is bringing those other aspects into Mm -hmm. it. So if you were to have a client that came and said, okay, like I'm ready to, you know, make content pillars for my brand or how, I guess, how would you say to do that strategically to go without getting too off track Mm -hmm. or running in that direction of like, now I'm just talking way too much about myself. Like Let's just say, for example, since I know there's several of them that listen, like Western wedding mm-hmm. photographers, mm-hmm. If you had to help somebody like me, you know, for mm-hmm. to, to up-level content or to make sure I'm serving the right people. What would you say would be? So for starters, I love Western wedding photographers. So <laughs> I, I actually, so funny story. I actually have done like a second shot, lots of weddings and oh, helped cool. with photographers. I'm not like, I would not consider myself a professional, but like, I know, how, I know how to shoot manual. I know how to balance all of the things. Cool. So I love working with photographers. Um, and of course, Western photographers, are the <laughs> but, um, and I think that as a Western wedding photographer, you're already super niche. You're already super niche. So you don't have to worry your, about your content being, you know, super, 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 even more niche. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do need to talk about things other than what you sell. So mm-hmm. I would talk about um, everything. So let me back up a little bit. Everything with your content pillars needs to revolve around your why. Mm-hmm. Why are you in business? Why do you, why do you even care? Like mm-hmm. if you're in business just to make money, you're probably going to fail. So do something else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but your, your why needs to be like helping people. And obviously how you help people is specific to you and your God-given gifts and callings and where you're positioned in the market and your physical location. So your all of your content pillars need to revolve around your why. Mm-hmm. And then you need to think about things like, you know, what makes you unique? Mm. Yeah. What, what makes, what makes Sarah Elrod stand out? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what off, what, what is different about you? Well, you didn't grow up in the Western world. You had to fight your way in, mm-hmm. you know? So you understand somebody who loves horses, but maybe doesn't know very much about them versus somebody who like popped out on the ranch and went feeding cows at two days old, like yeah. both very valid gifts, both very valid audiences, but mm-hmm. different. And that's okay. Yeah. It's a beautiful difference, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? And then incorporating, like for you, like, obviously like your faith is an important part of you, you know, your, who you speak to and how you speak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not all photographers want to get into the business education side of things. Some photographers just want to shoot weddings and be done and that's okay. So talk about weddings, talk about, you know, for those people talk, and even for yourself, talk about weddings, talk about, you know, wedding planning, talk about different aspects of your wedding day, talk about, you know, all things weddings, because what bride isn't looking for extra help and extra guidance for sure. Yeah. You know? Ooh, that's so good. I love all of that. Yeah. And it's so, it really is. It's such a, while the Western industry, there's so many avenues of it, or even specifically Western wedding photographers, it's a growing industry, which I think is mm-hmm. awesome. 
Um, but it doesn't mean that we're all the same, you know, like you said, some of us have grown up since day one on in this lifestyle. And some of us have had to fight to be here. And Mm -hmm. I think that just, you have that your own special something to bring to the table. So share that story. Storytelling is so big and it's something that's really helped my business grow. And that I've seen, cause you hear people preach about it all day long, like tell your story, share this, talk about this. Mm-hmm. And until you actually do it, it's you, you kind of just think, yeah, okay, whatever. But when I, I've really noticed that growth and, and people care about it, like what you mm-hmm. have to say, and they do connect with it. And I think that helps them decide to work with you over somebody else is because they've mm-hmm. connected with something that has happened in your life. So I think that's really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. I feel like something that for a lot of the other photographers or students that I've worked with business owners, probably the number one issue that I feel like people have is feeling confident in showing up on stories or just showing Mm. their face or just that hesitation of, of being themselves and getting in front of a camera and talking. And Mm -hmm. so do you have any tips or communication advice for how people can either communicate well, either on social media as like a marketing thing, or even with clients? I feel like I know that could be like a little stressful too. maybe talking to people if you're not used to doing that. Um, so this is, absolutely going to go back to my faith Mm -hmm. because I really feel like any insecurity at all ever Mm -hmm. is a lack of being rooted in your identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because when you know who you are, when you know whose you are, when you know how loved you are, like it really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Mm -hmm. And so like Joe blow down the road can make a comment about my teeth. And it's like, I didn't even catch it. Like my friend had to be like that jerk. And I'm like, Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know what? You're loved. Mm. The only one whose approval matters has already given his biggest and his best sacrifice for you. So it literally does not matter what anybody else thinks. And I know that that like totally goes, like, sounds like counterintuitive to, you know, you're reaching your ideal client and communicating and all that. But it's like, you know what, when you know that Jesus loves you, when you are centered and grounded in the word of God, when you've spent time in the who I am scriptures, and you know that in Christ, you are saved, you are set free, you are redeemed, you are whole, you have the mind of Christ, you have the approval of God, you are seated in heavenly places. When you know all of those things, like in the core of your being, it's not a big deal to show up. It's not a big deal to talk to somebody and get rejected. It's not a big deal. If you have to email a client 57 times and then whoops, they don't answer you back or they hire somebody else. And granted, like those things still hurt, right? Like I'm a people person. I have friends. I love people. Yeah. You know, I've had my feelings hurt, but it's like, those things don't rock your world and they don't shake you when you're anchored in truth. Mm. Wow. That's so powerful. I feel like I could just listen to you talk about it all day long, like sitting here, I'm just (laughs) on the edge of my seat, like, wow, keep talking. (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. But it's, it's so powerful. And I love getting to meet people that feel the same way about that as I do. Cause it is, it's, it's one of those things where I've had people ask me, you know, where, where does your confidence come from? Or where does your, like, what do you owe your success to? Or how do you feel like you've gotten in obviously success means something different to everybody, but Mm -hmm. where does that all come from? And to me, it's like all in the Lord, like I give it all to him and, and 
if you're a non-believer, I can see how you're like, well, okay, what else? But it's, Mm. that's it for me. Like that's, that is everything. And so I think that's really powerful. And, and I love just everything that you said about that. I think that's really, and on on like a practical, like, okay, faith, what does that look like? You know? Yeah. (laughs) You know, obviously like that looks like spending time in the word daily, you know? And then like, how do you actually do it? Like, just turn the camera on. Like you can always delete it. Nobody's watching that closely except your mom and you. Yep. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) my mom watches all my stories. I love her dearly, but it's like, literally nobody knows if I repeat something except me and my mom, like Mm -hmm. literally nobody. And that's okay. It's not that big a deal. Like you are not that big a deal. I am not that big a deal. Right. And (laughs) it gets, you get, it gets better and you get easier and you know, and like people are not looking for perfection. They're Mm -hmm. looking for connection in a world that is less connected than ever before, you know, Mm -hmm. interpersonally, but more connected digitally than ever before. Like we are just looking for connection. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is the dumbest stuff that connects us. Like I've had somebody be like, I want to hire you to write my website copy because you understand horses. Meanwhile, I'm like ticked about my horse life because my barrel horse is kind of slow and I haven't Mm -hmm. won as much as I wanted to lately. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you knobby no sucker, you heifer, you're like, <laughs> you dang heifer, you wouldn't let me catch you today. Meanwhile, I'm like mad and like not even that like proud of my horses right now because of all of that. And it's like that thing is what has connected me to so many people. And I'm like, all right. Whereas like I just share it because it's part of my life, part of my daily yeah. routine, you know. But you might be surprised at the things that will connect you with people on behind the scenes and on stories and then just like little little tidbits that you sprinkle throughout your content. Mm, I think that's so, that's so true. Cause I've, I've totally had that happen before too. Like somebody booked me for their wedding because they have the same type of dog that I do. And they're like, Oh, you love your dog. And I love my dog. Like <laughs> come that's to my wedding. I'm like, All right. <laughs> I, I'm not, not down, <laughs> but that's so funny. Um, yeah, I just, I love that. So one more question about just kind of the copywriting aspect of things is I, I just, this thought came to my brain, but I started, I heard somebody say one time and I probably should know who it was, but somebody had said your words become stronger. Like if you have to say a sentence, like there's certain words you should remove out of statements. Like the word just is not like a useful word in just about any sentence. And we use it a lot like, oh, I'm, I'm just a wedding photographer, or I am going to do just this, and then I'll do this. And it makes you sound not confident in what you're doing. And I thought that was really powerful. Like when you really think about how many times people use words such as just, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you could totally remove that. And it just immediately makes what you're saying sound really powerful. So I'm just curious if you had any, I mean, it was a really random thought, but if you had any like thoughts or other things to say about something. Oh, of, of course I have thoughts. <laughs> I'm, nev- I'm never at a loss for opinion. <laughs> um, so it depends on your strategy. It depends on your positioning. It depends on your personality. It depends mm-hmm. on the purpose of that piece of content. Um, so I am an Enneagram eight, which means that I will punch you in the face first and ask questions later. Like, like I have no problem being like confident, forceful, get stuff done, might knock you over in the way, in along the way, you know, mm-hmm. like that's me. And so I actually have to like tame down <laughs> my copy a little bit and like tame down my, my communication a little bit. Like when I am writing something for myself, 
I will often write the meat of the sandwich and then do the, the buns later. So I don't know if you've ever heard that analogy, but like, if you have to deliver a tough piece of news, like yeah, mm-hmm. begin with some good news, you give them the tough news and then you end with some, like a compliment or something like you sandwich oh. the tough stuff with, you know, fluffy, nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> to make it not sound so bad. Yeah. And my husband, sometimes I'll like write something or say something and he'll like come behind me with the nice stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. Cause I don't mean to be like a jerkwad, but I'm just really direct. I'm really to the point. I don't want the fluff, you know, just, just give it to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I actually have to kind of tame down my copy a little bit and that's, that's me. That's my personality. That's my brand. But there are some people that if they're not super confident and they're trying to elevate their branding a little bit, elevate their copy a little bit, then they do need to remove those fluff words, downplay words type, type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just, it just depends on you. And that's where, that's where, um, you know, a good copywriter, a good content strategist, or even a good consultant. Like if you just needed, you know, a one hour consultant consultation with somebody, like that's where that kind of stuff comes in. Ooh, Yeah. I had two thoughts and I'm trying to remember what my first thought was now, but it was like in the beginning and I was like, Oh, I should have written it down. Um, it'll probably come to me, but I guess one of my questions is, so if somebody were to hire you, like you being a copywriter, if someone's like, okay, I am not good at writing. Like I want to hire somebody else to do this for me. How do you come in and work with that person and still make it sound like them? Because if you come in and write, let's say website copy for somebody, Mm -hmm. how do you do it in a way that's going to be effective, but it mm-hmm. still sound like it would still sound like me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, uh, it's a real top secret. Not really. <laughs> no, we're getting into the good right, stuff. Right. Like it's real, it's, re- it's really, it's really top secret, but yeah. no, you I heard it here know, first yeah. guys. <laughs> I just, I get to know you. Love that. I mm-hmm. want to get to know you. And if you think about it, like somebody who is your best friend, they could write a text message for you and nobody would know that they wrote it. That's true. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I had 97 hours to spend with each client. I don't have quite that much, but I do (laughs) spend like, I, I spend some time on the phone and I spend some time digging through their stuff and I watch their stories and I get to know them. Like, it's not just a fill out a questionnaire and then I shoot you back some copy. I get to know you, I get to know your heart and I get to know your business, which sometimes Mm -hmm. is funny because Sometimes clients will be underselling themselves, not in like not pricing themselves correctly, but they think that they offer one thing when really they offer something even more incredible, but they don't know how to talk about it. And so that's one of the things that I really, really enjoy doing. I love the people aspect of copywriting. You know, there's a lot of technicalities and like SEO strategy and formatting and, you know, keyword research and all of those things that go into it. Mm-hmm. that are, that are very necessary and, and part of what I do as well, but the, the art of it, and then like getting to know people and helping people to accurately communicate their heart in a way that reaches their people is so fun for me. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds really simple, but I, I get to know you so that that's, I can sound like you. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's, I mean, that's so awesome. Um, I thought about my other thought too. (laughs) I like wrote it down. I'm like trying to like write it down on this scrap piece of paper, but you had said how your, like your personality is really strong and you almost have to tone it back. And I just thought that was interesting. I don't even know if it's really a question, but I just thought this was interesting because I feel like 
that's a good trait to have as a woman, because Mm. I feel like in my experience, women tend to be more of the fluffy words and like the, they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or they're worried about almost being too direct. Mm -hmm. And I've, I never really noticed that until I met my now husband, Tyler, but he Mm -hmm. is so direct and Mm -hmm. like black and white is how he describes himself. There's like Mm -hmm. no gray area in his life at all. And with me, I'm like, there's all this middle ground for everything. (laughs) And he is just, it's either this or this. And when it comes to communicating, I mean, I've had him, if I've had to write a tough email and I'm like, I'm worried I'm going to sound like too aggressive. He's like, I don't think you sound direct enough. You know, I think you need Mm. to just be more like, this is what it is Mm -hmm. as a business owner. And I, I'm just, has that been something in your experience you've noticed? Um, like that you, do you see those kinds of differences or is that just, Mm. (laughs) I don't know. I like, honestly, like I'm just, and I, I, I've been, I've always been really comfortable with how God made me and my mom and my grandma, super, super strong Christians, like raised me to know the Lord, you know, from childhood on. And my mom, like I was a strong-willed child. Um, and my mom was a teacher for like 30 plus years. And so like, she knows one child from another and she's like, oh my gosh, Faith, you were so strong-willed. And I'm like, yeah, still am. (laughs) And like now as a mom myself, I'm like, oh, this is fun. So (laughs) payback, (laughs) you know, not so much that, but like, my mom was very, like, she wanted to raise me to be confident and she saw that natural tendency in me. And so she fostered it and she nurtured it. And she's like, listen, you are going to be confident because you're not going to be pushed around and you're not going to be, you know, somebody that gives into temptation or gives into peer pressure or, you know, falls to things like that. And that's not to say that I did everything perfectly, but that's something that I have been trained in and, you know, that's been fostered into me that I was like, was obviously a naturally God-given gift to begin with, but that's something that's been built up in me. And you know, I know it sounds really crass, but if somebody doesn't want to work with me, they don't have to. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather be myself and work with people who I love and enjoy and they love and enjoy me than be stuck working with people that I changed myself for. And when I say that, like I toned down my copy, I don't mean like I changed myself. I just, you know, I try to like maybe be nicer than than like my first, I don't know. It's not, I don't know how to say it any differently than that right now, but you know, it's just as women, like, you know, we're not any less valuable or any less loved. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that God has made all different personality types and all different, you know, gifts for a reason, you know, and the Enneagram is like the most popular thing right now. So it's the most, you know, it's the easiest one to talk about, but like one of my good friends, she's a, she's a two, she's also a highly successful business owner, but you know, she has strengths that I don't have. Yeah. And I have strengths that she doesn't have. And we can have conversations and I'm like, Hey, try this, say this. And she's like, Oh yeah. Okay, great. And I'm like, Hey, what do I do here? And she's like, Oh, do this, try this. I'm like, Oh, okay. Thanks. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, I think you are just, I've been following you for a while and like watching all your stuff and I've always admired you, but I think like having this conversation has just made me admire you so much more. I just, I love your heart and everything you have to share. And I think you're just full of so much wisdom and have so much value to provide. So I'd love for people to find you on other platforms and places and come hang out with you. And if you have basically where, wherever people can find you, go ahead and let them know. 
Well, awesome. I've so enjoyed talking to you today, Sarah. And um, thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor and a pleasure. And sorry, I called you the wrong name. <laughs> good night. I need more coffee. <laughs> That's all good. But I'm sure I love that. My goodness. See, nobody's perfect. And it's the, un- it's the imperfections that make us relatable. But um, you can find me everywhere under Faith Hannon. F-A-I-T-H, like in the Bible, H-A-N-A-N, faithhannon.com, faithhannon on Instagram, faithhannon on Pinterest. And I've got some sweet content creation freebies and some really cool stuff in the works coming up in the next year. So yes, yes, definitely go follow her, find all her goodies because she's going to have some good stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it so much. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.